Hi, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 27th of September. Today, Minister of External Affairs S. Jay Shankar responded to Canada's allegations about India's involvement in Khalistani leader Hardeep Singh Nijjar's killing. He said this is not India's policy. Earlier, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau had accused Indian agencies of being involved in the killing of Canadian citizen Nijjar in British Columbia in June this year. S. Jay Shankar, speaking at the Council on Foreign Relations in New York, said, and I quote, We told the Canadians that this is not the government of India's policy. We told the Canadians that, look, if you have something specific, if you have something relevant, let us know. We are open to looking at it. Jay Shankar also spoke about India's role in setting the global agenda. He said, and I quote, It is still a few nations who shape the agenda and seek to define the norms. This cannot go on indefinitely, nor will it continue to go unchallenged. End quote. Listeners, child influencers are going viral on social media, but this virality comes with cyber threats, trolling, exploitation, and voyeurism. My colleague Gurmehar Kaur brings you the details in her report titled A Glamorous Childhood Shaped Under Spotlight Online Fame But At What Cost? Be sure to check it out. We are able to bring you stories like this only because we are an independent news organization. We don't rely on ads. Just you, our subscribers. And if you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. Reports said that a clash erupted between the local communities in Lapanap village along a disputed part of the Assam-Meghalaya border. According to PTI, both sides used bows and arrows and catapults in their attacks on Tuesday. Police teams from Assam and Meghalaya visited the village and placated the locals. The authorities said no injuries were reported on either side. Today, the situation remained calm but tense. The police have barred locals from congregating at the site of the incident. A senior official from Meghalaya's West Jensia Hills district said, and I quote, We are coordinating with our counterparts in Assam's West Kirby Anglong district to keep the situation under control. In a separate incident, tensions in Manipur intensified as pictures of the bodies of two missing Imphal students surfaced on social media. The internet services in the state were also banned. Congress President Malikarjun Kharge lashed out at the BJP over the ongoing conflict in Manipur and accused the BJP of turning Manipur into a battlefield. He also called for the removal of Manipur Chief Minister N. Biren Singh. New records show that the largest public investor of Adani Par, a company called Opal Investment Private Limited, is a single-person company based in the UAE, the Indian Express reported. Opal Investment was established in May 2019 and is one of the 13 overseas funds being probed by the Securities and Exchange Board of India. SEBI has already identified UAE-based businessman Adil Hassan Ahmed Alali as the beneficial owner of Opal Investment. Alali's one-man setup holds shares worth nearly 8,000 crores at the present market value. The Hindenburg Research Report on Adani in January had noted that Opal Investment had no website nor any employees listed on LinkedIn. It also said that Opal Investment had zero diversification and its portfolio only consisted of shares of Adani Power. On the fourth day of the Asian Games in China's Hangzhou, athlete Sift Kaur Samra bagged a gold medal in the women's 50-meter rifle three-position event. At the same event, India's Ashi Choksi won a bronze medal. With a final score of 469.6, 
Sif Kaur not only broke the Asian Games record but the world record too. The Indian women's hockey team won 13-0 against Singapore. At the time of recording this podcast, India's total medal count stood at 22 with 5 gold, 7 silver and 10 bronze medals. Today, a New York judge ruled that former US President Donald Trump is liable for fraud for misrepresenting the value of his properties. Ahead of the trial, Judge Arthur Engeron highlighted three undisputed facts in the case on the request of New York Attorney General Letitia James. The attorney had alleged that the former US president, his two sons and the Trump organization had inflated the property of their assets to suit their business needs. She had said that Trump had issued false records and financial statements to get better term loans and to pay less tax to the government. Judge Engeron noted that Trump overvalued his Mar-a-Lago property by 2300% in one financial statement. The judge ordered the cancellation of business certificates that allowed some of Trump's businesses to operate in New York. Apart from this ongoing case, Donald Trump is facing 91 felony charges across four criminal cases. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com/subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest news laundry experience, download our app, watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports, stay informed, pay for news, protect democracy, save the world.